You are listening to The Data Dump, bite-sized data stories for your ears. I'm your host, Zach Bowders. September 1964 in Belarus. Like so many in his time, Giordani Jovanovic was orphaned at an early age and taken in by Ruskaroma organized crime. Under the hand of the director, he was molded into a capable killer for hire. Using the westernized name John Wick, his profile grew as he became the top enforcer for New York's Russian organized crime syndicate, eventually earning the nickname Baba Yaga. Now John fell in love with a civilian, Helen, and in order to exit the life of a contract killer, had to perform an impossible task for boss Vigo Tarasov. We may never know what this task was, but what we do know is that John succeeded and he lived happily ever after. <laughs> oh man, you should see your face right now. No, uh, Helen passes away of a terminal illness five years into their marriage and leaves behind a broken and humbled John with nothing but a new beagle puppy named Daisy and his classic sports car. While John struggles to deal with grief, Tarasov's idiot son Yosef sees John at a gas station driving his sweet-ass boss 429 Mustang and decides to steal it. Yosef and his friends break into Wick's house, kick Daisy to death, and leave John severely beaten. What happens next? I'll tell you after the break. John Wick's response to the death of Daisy and theft of his car is a thing of legend and has thus far spawned three feature films with a fourth on the way, multiple video games and comic book adaptations, and a spin-off television series coming to stars. In the first film alone, John Wick kills 76 guys, and I know this because I counted them all. And you would expect that it would go upward from here, and you're not wrong, partially. In John Wick Chapter 2, John Wick nearly doubles that count at 123. But then in John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, he only kills 88, which feels like a bit of a surprise unless you consider the plot. In this film, John actually has allies for once, and with the likes of Halle Berry enjoying screen time with Keanu Reeves, she takes the spotlight for a while, thus John's time on screen is a little bit less. Now, the Wickverse is a gun-fu fantasy, so it's not surprising that firearms would be John Wick's weapon of choice. And in the first film, 82% of the time that he is killing bad guys, it is with guns. In John Wick alone, handguns and assault rifles are his favorite toys, with 51% and 17% respectively of his overall headcount. John Wick Chapter 2 sees that overall percentage increase from 82% to 89%, with handgun love in particular going up by 3 percentage points. This time, he's got a significant third choice in addition, which is the combat shotgun coming in at 11% of his total yield for the film, and uh, the legendary pencil also makes an appearance at 2%. Now, John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is all about mixing things up, and John uses 11 different weapon types, the most of any film at this point. Handguns only account for 50% of his count, while firearms overall make up 81%. Shotguns bump up to 23% overall, and Zero, the Japanese assassin and his crew serving as primary antagonists in the film, Wick adds swords to his repertoire, accounting for 7% of his kill count in that film. In John Wick Chapter 1, John averaged 0.8 kills per minute. In Chapter 2, this increased to 1.1 kills per minute. And in Chapter 3, Parabellum, he actually dropped down to 0.7 kills per minute, which is less than the original film. 
Now, with high numbers like these and runtimes being what they are, it would seem like every single moment of these films are action-packed. That's actually not the case. These films are assembled much like an action video game or anything else with set pieces. So in between moments of action, you're going to have lots of establishing shots, character development, and other things to keep you actually interested in why people are shooting at each other. Having said that, the action in these films is awesome and not to be missed. It's one of the primary reasons to watch the films. The director of these films was Keanu Reeves' stuntman in the early Matrix films. They worked together for years. So let me clue you in on the best times to take a break in the middle of a John Wick movie if you need to step away. And you can apply this rule across all three existing films. You'll want to hang on to at least the 30 minute mark because at that point the story is being established for all three films. But from the 32 minute to the 47 minute mark, John Wick doesn't shoot anybody in any of the three movies, so that's a perfect time to step away. The same is true of the 66 minute mark to the 71 minute mark. Not quite as long a window, but a perfect opportunity to grow, grab a snack or go to the bathroom. And finally, one last sure stopping point, the 79 minute mark to the 84 minute mark. So you have three windows there that are perfect opportunities on any of the three existing John Wick feature films to go take a bathroom break or grab a snack. I hope you've enjoyed these John Wick factoids as much as I have. As I said previously, I actually watched all three films and recorded every single time John Wick killed someone, which was a tireless, tireless effort, but totally worth it. Thank you for listening. This has been another Data Dump, a bite-sized data story for your ears. Tell your friends, catch you next time, and have a great day.